you are a B2B service-based business owner and you are looking to gain more clients, create more impact and more revenue in your business, tune in to Amplify Your Marketing Message with Christine campbell Rappin. Every week, we're gonna take you through how to build an audience of buyers, mastering your marketing message and making offers that convert consistently. We'll see you all on the inside. Welcome back everyone. So this is a brand new year. And if you are determined to leave the bad habits behind and truly, truly keep things elegantly simple by focusing on doing the right things and getting more productivity out of your time than getting distracted by everything else and losing momentum, this is going to be the episode not only you need to watch, put down your distractions, it's also going to be the episode I want you to share, re-listen to as you build the habit to supercharge your daily productivity. I'm super excited to introduce you today, our guest. This is a fabulous woman. Tanya Alvarez is with us today. And we're going to talk about how do you actually do what we say we all want to do, which is to do more with less. <laughs> Let's talk. Welcome to our show today. Tell us a little bit about your background and why you think accountability is the key to it all. Well, thank you for having me. A bit about me, I started my first company at 25, grew to over 1 million within the first year, sold it and then invested in others and then started Owners Up. And what I realized that in order for me to achieve these goals, these big goals, I've always had a success team and not necessarily employees. It's more about your peers that are going the same path as you and to hold you accountable and call you on your BS. Because we all have some sort of like justification or excuse of things. And you want somebody to tell you, you know, hey, this is what your goal is. This is what your values are. You're kind of like not going that route, like and get you right back on track, but do it in a way that inspires you, moves you forward. I absolutely love this because I so agree with the get in the right room. And we talk a lot about that here on the show, because being in the right room where people are moving, they are solution orientated, they are prepared to be accountable and to give accountability to the others that said, we want to rise together. We don't want to sink to mediocrity. So let's talk about goal prioritization. I cannot still say that word. Uh, but how do we navigate the fact that we live in a really distracting environment? We're constantly told about a new thing. We're constantly uh, looking for the magic pill. But how do you actually really simplify things so that you actually do see the results? Because you obviously have figured this piece of the puzzle out. Let us know how. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're an entrepreneur, you're always coming up with ideas, right? You look at something and you're like, oh, that's a good idea. Maybe I should do that. So it could be absolutely distracting, right? To think about how can I do all these things? But you just need a formula to see how you can weigh them and which one's the best one for your time. Mm -hmm. So I always have one place. I actually have it in a spreadsheet. I have it called it a goal prioritization matrix. And what I do is I write the idea. I write, what do I think the outcome is going to be? Even if it's like just a business idea, I'm like, hmm, I don't know, let's say dog walking. That's what's coming in my head right now. <laughs> it's, my, it's like lunchtime. I just walked my dog. Okay, what would a dog walking, what would my outcome be? What would I want it to? Why would I want this business? And then from there, you actually rate one through five effort. How much is it going to take? 
right? Five being it's like super easy. One is like, it is going to be hard. I'm going to have to do so much more. And then impact. What is the impact that it's going to have on your life and your business? So one would be low, five be high. And you add it up and then you could see which one. And every month kind of, I do it every month. See like, hmm, are these projects, which one's the best one? Should I prioritize it? And now I don't feel like I'm losing like, a step, right? It's all right there. And I also, I add more variables, but just to keep it more simple, just mm -hmm. start off with those two variables. And it kind of narrows down, like, is this the best use of my time with the resources I have? I absolutely love that you include two things, not just the nuts and bolts of what it is, but getting time to distill, what will this do for me? And what is the impact of it? Because so often I think goals have been poorly interpreted by the general masses. Whether you came from corporate, you're in the business world, we think a dream is a goal and that's not true. We're talking about something that is supported by action, driven past the moment of convenience because it is vision for you. And it's like, if this is on my high priority list, I would say it's non-negotiable, which means then evaluating to yourself and with others publicly, do my actions support what I said was important? And if not, what's really going on? Is it the goal that's the problem or is it something else that's driving the behavior? So I love that you have a matrix. I love that you're thinking multi-dimensional around this because it has to be embodied if it's going to see any length of time that you stick to it. And we know this is the time of New Year's resolutions. They get abandoned pretty quickly. This is different. We're talking about the big rocks. And I want to know, what is, you have a term, I've heard you say it, I've heard you use this on social media. What is the focus multiplier? So yes, it is, takes you three minutes every single day to do, and it'll three times your focus. And if it doesn't, if you do this, DM me on my Instagram. And I'll have a chat with you, right? I'll give you tips and make sure it works. But it essentially, it's a self-awareness. And then it also helps you prioritize. So one thing, it's called the wrap. R is for review your day. Sometimes entrepreneurs, when we finish our day, we're like, whoa, what the heck did we get done, right? Oh, uh, time. <laughs> and then you actually write it and you're like, wow, that was awesome. And then there's some days where you're just like, oh, your energy's drained. And you're like, what the heck did I get done? And then you realize wow, I should not be doing those activities. I should outsource it or I should figure out how to get these activities off my calendar, right? So if the first thing is the awareness, the second thing is assess for the wrap. And assess is rate your day one through five. What made your day a five? And then you start seeing the patterns. You're like, maybe it was being on a podcast. I got you really excited. And you start saying, how the heck do I get on a podcast every single day if that's what a five is for you? Mm -hmm. And so you're taking that data and you're just reverse engineering two days that make you super excited to get up in the morning and do what you're meant to do. And then P is to prioritize. And what are the three things that you're going to get done the next day? And I like to put constraints on it because when you put constraints and saying like, if I only had three hours of deep work, what would I put in those three hours that would move my business forward? And just taking that at that time at the end of the day and seeing like what it is that you wake up and you're like, okay, these are three hours I committed to is going to be game changer for you. One, you're starting to wear how you're spending your time. Most entrepreneurs don't do that. 
then you're taking the data to analyze what makes my day awesome. Like how do I can start re reverse engineering this and be prioritizing. So you're not in this kind of mode where entrepreneurs are constantly like, oh, I need to work more hours. No, you need to figure out how to be more resourceful and leverage your time better. I absolutely love, because what I hear about these three things, this wrap methodology is ownership. And it's interesting because when we come into business, that word entrepreneurship feels like a really big stretch. And so we end up being more of a doer and we end up actually more of a business operator than an entrepreneur. But we're specifically saying if the goal is entrepreneurship, you need to get out of the weeds. And I love that you're saying not just make a task list for tomorrow because, you know, that is a great place to start, but we're talking about elevating this whole year and really supercharging your results. It is about the big rocks. What do I do that moves the needle? It isn't a factor of time. And I love that you said it's three minutes in the morning. And this is something that you can do when you have really identified how much time do you have available? Because it will change. Do I need to resource up? Do I need to answer the question, who do I need with me in my business at this stage? And really evaluate, am I the best person to do this? These approaches are really when you start to see that shift of scale, honestly, so many people come to me in my business and say, I really want to scale. And I said, what got you here as the business operator will not get you to the CEO and the entrepreneur. It is a game changing approach of mindset and it starts with ownership. So I absolutely love this intentionality that you're bringing to the conversation. Sometimes though, we get in our way. Welcome to the human experience, friends. <laughs> we get in our way. So let's talk about your perspective because you, you really believe that accountability groups can be a really helpful way to stop getting in your own way. Talk to us about your experience with accountability groups and why you think that's an important part of this ecosystem you're building to see better results with your focus. Yeah, I think that when people think of accountability, they think, oh no, like, so I'm going to be shamed or something's going to happen negatively, whatever that bad experience it is. Or they're like accountability never worked because maybe they did it with friends and family that let them off the hook. Or when they did hold them accountable, there was a little bit more of some sort of shame or emotion involved, right? Mm -hmm. So how can you set up accountability where it's a positive thing, right? But it gets you moving forward, right? And the important thing is like, you set these goals, New Year's goals, and you want to achieve them. This isn't a dream. This is how can I start implementing this every single day? Mm -hmm. So first thing you want to do when you're doing accountability is break down what is that goal and what are the small steps that you could do every single day so you can be consistent and then be held to that. So, and what I mean by that is like, if I'm in, if I'm going to, let's say, let's just do, if I'm going to sign up for a hundred mile bike ride, which is a century ride, I would join, I would actually enroll other friends who are on this journey with me. And then we would make it fun. So it's kind of like a peer thing where we're showing up for these long rides. Cause in the beginning, it's all fun until you get to like 60, 70, 80 miles. And you're like, you hit the wall. <laughs> yeah. You're like, this is hard. But then you have other people who are going with you and you, you show up for others more than you show up for yourself. I want people to know that you show up for others more than you show up for yourself. Notice how like self-care for an entrepreneurship is one of the things that most people put aside. Or if like 
you put, I don't know, let's say you put an hour of deep work and then all of a sudden something comes up and you kind of like, oh, I'm just here 30 minutes instead. But if you had a meeting with a client or somebody else, you don't switch that. You rarely switch that. You always show up. So mm -hmm. that's what it is. And another thing with entrepreneurship is we come from a place, you know, either from school or from corporate, we had all this structure in place. Then we start our business mm -hmm. and then it's up to us the structure, this deadline, how to do it. And sometimes we calendar surf, meaning, oh, here's a deadline. You know, let me push it to this way. And you just <laughs> calendar surf. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Never done that before. <laughs> yeah. And so that's where it is, where this structure of accountability allows you to go to that rhythm and rise to that next level. You know what is interesting about accountability groups is I'm listening to you say this. The thing about peers and i mean choosing a peer group who is striving for more not a peer group who is content with the state of the nation that they're living in it's important to choose your room we've said that before and you say that hear that many times here on this platform what i hear in this though is remembering that when you're working with peers who are driving you can choose your hard and you can lean and give at the same time because what is hard for each of us differs. And that's the beauty. When you're in a season where this is hard, I feel like I'm slogging through mud and I feel uncertain and I'm wobbling and my vision isn't maybe as strongly pulling me as it needs to. Somebody else in the room says, I've got that. That's really easy for me. Let me help. Or let me be the person who can be a sounding board to help you build the confidence as quickly as you can to get out of that mud that you feel trapped in. And that's when you can really leverage each other because truthfully, no two people see hard the same way. And when you break it down to what's the one thing, and that's where my belief is really coming about the simplicity. When you come into the world of entrepreneurship, you're right. We have, we, we kind of rebel. I don't want any frameworks. I don't want any foundations. I don't want anybody telling me what to do. I just want the freedom and I want financial independence and I want to do it my way. And we get very focused on that so that we get almost afraid to put structure in place because it feels like a rebellion, a choiceful rebellion. And I work with creatives and I say to creatives, the easiest way to create white space, to feel you're really, really vibrantly creative is structure. And you need a creative to help you find the structure to do that. Because without the foundations, you're not certain where the next client comes from. You're not certain what the next task is. And you can't evaluate what's the big rock that really moves the needle. So I want to come back to one other piece here before I, I ask you my final question. And, and, and that is, you talked about accountability and shame. And I think this is an interesting thing I'd like to touch on because many times when people say, let's be accountable, you're like, oh, I just feel like you're going to guilt me into something. And we just immediately have a visceral response to this. And some people love that. Some people love to be like, you know, directed that way. Other people is like, not a chance. So I want to do that. So how can we be in a group and not like, is there tips? Maybe you can give one or two tips to what can we do to make sure that it is an empowering environment that still holds the line to the high standard you chose to ask us to hold you to. Absolutely. So one thing I always suggest to people is what is that goal? And then be very open and honest with your group. What are the things that you most likely will default to? Right. And what would you, how would you want them to remind you on how to continue to show up? So for example, let's say I, I didn't do something, maybe remind me, oh, well, you want to be like, 
I'm, I'm giving an example. Let's say I was afraid of public speaking, but I wanted to be on more stages and get my stages and get my message out there. They can remind me like this, you, you're into impacting many. And then that kind of trigger helps me go back into what it is. Because most of the time when we're not doing something, we're in the space, it's all about us, right? But really we want to impact so many people. That's why we went into this business. It's not only just for the freedom and the, the financials, it's more about impacting and giving your views out there. Another thing is of accountability, I've tried all sorts of things. Try this one. And this is a fun one if you're doing it in a group. If somebody does not do their goal, don't do the money thing. Don't do like, oh, blah, 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 whatever it is. Have them sing in front of the group, but make it fun. Make it a fun song where everybody kind of like dances with them and stuff. But that itself will have people move forward. Now, if they do it the second time, there's something internally there and you want to work through it as a group. You want to know, is it they're in analysis paralysis? Are they in perfection mode or are they knowledge gap? And then as a group, you show up and you help them and you come in a, you gamify their challenge. So let's say they're in perfection mode. You go, how can I get you out of this? And you come up with a game and then you have them just do it. And then it's just more, when you come from, this is just a game, mm -hmm. you appear differently than you didn't do this. Uh, you're in perfection mode, like, and then you go into these stories of why you're in perfection mode, just get people out of it, shift them out of it, make uh -huh. it a game. I love that. And I love, I love also that you said, don't make it about money. Cause truthfully, everyone thinks they're motivated by money. You are not motivated by money. Cause if you wanted to make those millions of dollars, you can, they're out there. Lots of money's moving hands. It's not a money thing that drives you. So I love that you bring community into this. So one of the things I always want to ask my guests, because this is about walking the talk. We're here about amplifying our message to reach many more people and to see more success. What's working right now in your business to create movement, momentum, client growth, and fun, playful games that mean your business is thriving? Absolutely. So there's tons of marketing tactics out there, but this is one that most people probably won't think of and probably won't do but it's one of those things where your linkedin or wherever your social media following is reach out to five people and make it a game that you want to get to know who's actually decided to follow you why right have a conversation hey are you following me for i don't know business uh marketing content like what is it and then get to know them that authenticity like we're all humans it's that energy exchange that will give you if you do this consistently will give you predictable leads and predictable revenue. Okay, I love this one. I feel like I've loved everything about what you're saying, but that is totally awesome. Because truthfully, you have so much gold in your network already, and all you're focusing is on new. How about you go play with the people who've already said, there's something about you that's interesting. You will totally shorten your success rate. So I want to ask you one final question before I, I invite people to come connect to you. But what is the number one tip, the most critical thing you need to set up a successful accountability system? Great question. Um, one is to have a structure that aligns with you and understanding your rhythm. Second is to figure out if the people that you're playing with, right, that group, the peers, are on the same level as you. You do not want to babysit, right? Mm -hmm. And then the third is, so once you got the, you figure out the structure, you figured out your people, then the third is a frequency. And then being aligned with how you guys want to empower one another. And of course, there's all these little details involved in it, but those are the three. And then I just want to remind everybody that 
most of the time they're not your friends. And that's the hardest part. And that's why it always fails for most people because they always go to their friends and their friends are going to let them off the hook. Yeah. And that's one thing I always say, the key thing, remember, I mean, I, our, our friendship is independent on whether you hire me, but when you hire me, I said, I'm your mentor. My goal is to, to help you hold you accountable simply by helping you reach where you said you wanted to go, which is your goal. And I want to supercharge it. So I want people to know where do they find you? How do they connect with you? How do they do reach out on Instagram if they have issues and saying this isn't working for me? Because truthfully, this is my year. How do people find you, Tanya? Awesome. You can find me on Instagram, Tanya C. Alvarez, and then DM me wrap and I'll send you that framework and then the best ways of going about it. I love it, guys. This is your year and it starts with you being taking ownership of your vision, getting the right room together and leaning into the support. Change is possible. It takes one action every single day. Tanya, thank you for being our guest today. Guys, this is it. This is Amplify Your Marketing Message. We are your resource to help you figure out how do you connect with more buyers? How do you move people and influence people so that you can see more impact? and more fun in your business. Thank you for being our guest today, everybody. It is great. We will see you all on our next episode. That's a wrap on another amazing episode of Amplify Your Marketing Message with me, your host, Christine Campbell-Rappin. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss another great episode. And be sure to visit christinecampbellrappin.com slash podcast to get a free resource on how to master your marketing message. We'll see you all on our next episode.